I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Dory, and I'm eight years old. And, and why is Jesus better than anything else? Uh, because he's always there for you, and he does so many great things for you. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 5 of the Jesus is Better podcast. I'm Alicia Yoder, and I'm so glad that you've decided to listen today. We've been talking a lot about a guy named Moses who God protected, raised up to be a leader, and sent to rescue the Israelite people from their slavery in Egypt. Last episode, we talked all about the plagues that God sent to show the Egyptians his power. But even after nine plagues, the Pharaoh still had a hard heart toward God and wouldn't let the Israelites go to worship God and be his people. God said to Moses, I'm going to bring one more plague on Pharaoh and Egypt, and after that, he will tell you and all the people to get out. When Moses went to Pharaoh, he gave him the Lord's message. God says about midnight he is going to kill every firstborn in Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh on his throne to the firstborn of the slave girl and the firstborn of the cattle. There will be more crying than has ever been heard before, but not even a dog will growl at the people of Israel. The Egyptians will bow down to him and tell the Israelites to get out of their land. Then Moses left Pharaoh in anger, and God said, Pharaoh still won't listen to you, so that people will see my wonders in all Egypt. And that is exactly what happened. Pharaoh didn't let the people go. God told Moses and Aaron that the people of Israel would have a new calendar, starting with remembering this amazing rescue each year. From then on, at the beginning of each year, they would take a healthy, good-looking lamb a year old, keep it for three days, and then on the fourth day, everyone would kill their lambs together, sacrificing them to the Lord. They had to put some of the blood on the doorposts of their houses and roast the lamb's flesh and eat it together. Then they had to burn the leftovers. They were supposed to eat it quickly, along with flatbread they could make fast because God was going to strike all the firstborns in Egypt and judge the false gods the Egyptians were worshiping because he is the only God, the Lord. God said, the blood on your doors is a sign for you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over your house and everyone inside will be safe. Every year you will sacrifice a lamb in this way together so that your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren will know how I rescued you. 
And if anyone who is not an Israelite wants to enter into a covenant promise to follow me, they can also celebrate the Passover and worship me with you. So Moses and Aaron told the people what to do. Go choose your lambs and kill them. Then dip some hyssop branches in the lamb's blood in the bowl and paint it on your doorposts. Then stay in your house and don't come out until the morning. Every year we will all remember together how the Lord protected us. And when your children ask why you are doing the sacrifice, you can tell them that it's because the Lord passed over the houses of the people of Israel when we lived in Egypt and kept us safe. The people worshipped God and did exactly what Moses told them to do. And at midnight, God did strike down all the firstborns in the land, from Pharaoh's son to the firstborn prisoners to the firstborn animals. Everyone started crying when they realized what had happened. Pharaoh called to Moses and Aaron during the night and said, Go out from us, you and the people. Go serve your God. Take all your animals and bless me too. The Egyptians were anxious for the Israelites to leave because they thought God was going to kill them all. So the people left quickly. And whenever they asked an Egyptian for gold and silver, jewelry and clothing, the Egyptian gave it to them. Over a million Israelite men, women, and children left together along with all their animals and anyone else who wanted to come. God had brought his people out of the land of Egypt. He said, God said to Moses, All these firstborns and all the firstborns after them will be mine. So Moses told the people, Remember this day God brought you out of Egypt, out of slavery by his strong hand. He had promised your ancestors that he would bring you into a good land of your own to live in. So keep celebrating the Passover each year and tell your children how I rescued you so that you can remember me and learn my ways and laws. So whenever your animals give birth to their first animal, you will sacrifice it to me. And whenever anyone has a firstborn son, you will redeem him. When your son asks what is happening, you will tell him that God's strong hand brought them out of Egypt by bringing plagues and even killing all the firstborn sons in Egypt. That's why you must redeem every firstborn son with some money so that you can always remember my protection and rescue. So God led the people into the wilderness to protect them from other enemies. He led them with a pillar of cloud to follow by day and a pillar of fire to follow at night. Every day and night they could see that God was with them, leading them in the right way to go. God did exactly what he had promised. Even though the Israelites had been slaves for 430 years, God never once forgot about them and showed the Israelites and everyone else around them how powerful he was through the ten plagues. He also showed his protection as he kept the Israelites from the plagues of flies, livestock dying, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and also protecting every firstborn son. 
And next time, we'll see more of God's power and protection of the Israelites as they make their journey away from Egypt. But let's take a look at some of the choices people made. When Moses came before Pharaoh the last time and told him what God was going to do to all the firstborn sons, did Pharaoh run after Moses and tell him, Okay, I give up. Just take everyone and leave. Nope. He told Moses that he never wanted to see him again. And when Moses told the people what to do by putting the blood of a perfect lamb on the door frames of their houses, and that each year they would sacrifice a lamb to remember how God had rescued them and protected all the firstborns, they obeyed everything Moses said. When God passed through Egypt, all the firstborn Israelite sons who had had the blood on their doors was kept safe, but the Egyptian firstborns died. When Pharaoh finally chose to send them away, they, the Israelites gathered everything to leave. When the Israelites asked the Egyptians for their gold and silver jewelry and clothing, the Egyptians chose to give it to them and told them to leave as fast as they could. And the Israelites followed God's pillar of cloud during the day and pillar of fire if they traveled at night. God had rescued his people and had promised to lead them into a good land of their very own. But he was getting ready for an even greater rescue. Many years later, God sent his son Jesus to be born as a tiny baby, live a perfect life, and rescue us from our sins. Not by sacrificing a lamb, but by being the sacrifice himself, letting his blood spill out so that everyone who trusts in him will not die and experience punishment, but be protected and forgiven. Jesus came alive again and made the way for us to not to just be passed over, but welcomed as a perfect child of God. He was the perfect sacrifice so that his right behavior can be given to us. We don't have to be afraid of his power, but instead worship him for how strong and great he is. The Israelites could have decided that they didn't believe Moses. They could have tried to just hide their firstborn sons, but instead they trusted what God told them to do and how they could be protected. You might know other kids who think they can hide from God. Or maybe they think they're good enough to not need rescuing from their sin. But even if someone seems like they obey their mom and dad perfectly or are always kind to their brothers or sisters, there's still sin deep inside our hearts all the way from when Adam and Eve ate the fruit God told them not to. The only way for our hearts to be made clean is to receive God's forgiveness in the way he gives it through Jesus dying in our place and taking the punishment for all the bad things we've ever done or ever will do. He doesn't lead us with a pillar of cloud or fire, but has given us his word, the Bible, and his Holy Spirit to help us know what kind of life he invites us to live with him as part of his family. When I was a little girl, I had gone to vacation Bible school and had some questions about what Jesus did for me on the cross. 
So one morning, I climbed into bed with my big sister, Jenny, and she explained to me how God forgives our sin. She even prayed with me, since I wanted to trust Jesus to be the one to save me. Now I have the chance to tell my own children how powerful God is and how he wants to rescue them. The Israelites were supposed to celebrate the Passover sacrifice and meal each year, as well as sacrificing a lamb for every firstborn son who was born. When their kids asked why they were doing it, they could tell them how God had rescued them and all the first, their firstborn sons when they were living in Egypt. But we have even better news to tell people how we can be rescued from all our sins and live with Jesus on a new and better earth forever. Will you trust God to rescue you and others only through Jesus' sacrifice? Will you tell your friends and brothers and sisters about the forgiveness he offers? Let's pray. God, thank you for rescuing us, not because we obey, but because Jesus obeyed. We worship you for your power and love. Would you help us to see who needs to hear this good news of the gospel? We love you. Amen. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. Your parents can find more resources on my blog at aliciayoder.com, including articles and books so they can tell you Bible stories themselves and how it all shows how great Jesus is. See you next time.